You're listening to a Do What Moves You production. What we see across the board, every single person that gets in, when you get in, you get this spike of dopamine. And I mean, we're talking like 250%, which is about as big as you could get. Well, when that happens, you also don't, there's not like a swing effect. You know, we, we hear the term dopamine and there's, there's kind of rises and crashes from that. Well, with cold plunging, it's a pretty sustained rise for the next few hours. So you get this like, you know, neuro cocktail happening within the body. And then you, but you don't really have a crash from it. So across the board from like a mood elevation and energy enhancement, that is like number one by far and away the most uh, impactful benefit to people. On a secondary, which is, which is kind of in line with this, is you're getting this adrenaline you're getting in and your butt, it's an adrenaline hit to the body. So you're, you're, you are basically putting yourself into a fight or flight scenario, which is very hard to do. You, you, we can't really manufacture that. When we get put into fight or flight, it's usually not out of our choice. It's either someone cuts us off in the road, uh, you know, we're in nature and an animal's coming at us or someone bites us, like those moments happen, but you can't really manufacture them. Well, cold plunge, you actually get to manufacture a truly safe environment to induce that fight or flight response. And then from there, you can learn to regulate your system in that. That was Ryan Dewey. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Everyone ready for the holidays? I know we have a few more weeks, but it does feel like Christmas and Hanukkah are coming in hot, if you know what I mean. If you haven't already checked out our YouTube series, Gear Up, head over to the Marnie on the Move podcast YouTube channel, all one word, Marnie on the Move podcast on YouTube. We have 25 plus reviews of some of my favorite gear from helmets, running sneakers, protein powder, bike wheels, bikes, you name it. We've got it. Everything running, cycling, triathlon, and wellness. If you're looking for some additional holiday ideas, check it out. Also, we are doing a New Year, New Gear holiday giveaway. So I'm giving you a head start to sign up for our email newsletter because that's one of the first things you're going to need to do to be entered into this really awesome giveaway. There's a link in the show notes. All right, today on the podcast, I sync up with Ryan Dewey, the co-founder and CEO of Plunge, one of the coolest new wellness companies to hit the scene over the past few years. Plunge is a cold plunge tub and high heat sauna company born out of a garage in 2020 when the world was shut down. Ryan and I talk about when and how he launched the company with business partner Michael Garrett, the inspiration behind Plunge and his personal experience with cold water therapy and immersion. We talk about the health benefits of cold plunging and the company's growth trajectory and how Ryan is staying healthy and fit 
I'm sure you're going to love this conversation. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to the app on Apple, the podcast app. Click on the five stars. Click on leave a review. It is in very tiny writing. Click on that. Leave a review. Tell us what you love about what you're listening to. Also, feel free to screenshot this episode or any episodes that you're listening to and tell us what you love. Tag us and we'll tag you back. Now, on to our conversation with Ryan Dewey from Plunge. Ryan, thanks for being here. So what inspired you to create Plunge? Water, uh, cold exposure, doing it ourselves for years. Uh, And then we kind of, we had a moment in time with the pandemic hitting. Our other businesses got shut down. There were brick and mortar businesses. So we had a little time and and we kind of were looking out on the market. Like, what are we going to do with this time? Um, And... We were like, there's not really a product that fits this price point into like what we would want it to look like and and function like. So we just it really started from like a very small, like in the garage, like let's just build 20 of these. We have some free time. We'll sell them to our, which was our other businesses. And that was the genesis of it. It was really just looking out like kind of building something for ourselves and hey, let's let's make a few for others in, in the meantime. And, and the rest is history. So were you an athlete? Is that how you came to doing the cold plunge? Where did the inspiration come from to to really? I mean, I think realistically, Wim Hof was like the inspiration and kind of the the person behind my intro to it. I, I got got introduced, not personally, but learned of Wim Hof back in 2014, 2015, and was kind of blown away with who this man was and what he stood for and kind of what he was these 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 practices that he was laying out and transforming his life through. So I was, you know, I think I was outside of the athlete, like recovery side, I was more into like trans transformative nature of cold plunging. So I started doing it and I kind of got into it because I was having some health complications and health coach of mine was like, Hey, let's incorporate some breath work and let's start getting you in cold water. Pretty simple, uh, you know, process of what he laid out. And real quickly I saw a shift in my health. And then I, from there, I started to feel incredible from cold plunging. So I was uh, I was either getting into a local river or going to a commercial facility that had a cold plunge in the Sacramento region. And I just quickly became addicted. So that was my kind of inspiration. I saw it work firsthand on my body. And then I was like, okay, this is just feels incredible. I want to keep doing this. As an athlete, I know a lot of the benefits for recovery, but then it goes so much beyond that benefits to the cold plunge submersion. So talk to me about what some of the features are and benefits of cold plunge and then also your product. Eating cold water specifically, I think the, to me, the most, what we see across the board, every single person that gets in, when you get in, you get this spike of dopamine. And I mean, we're talking like 250%, which is about as big as you could get. Well, when that happens, you also don't, there's not like a swing effect. You know, we, we hear the term dopamine and there's, there's kind of rises and crashes from that. Well, with cold plunging, it's a pretty sustained rise for the next few hours. So you get this like, you know, neuro cocktail happening within the body and then you, but you don't really have a crash from it. So across the board from like a mood elevation and energy enhancement, that is like number one yeah. by far and away the most uh, impactful benefit to people on a secondary, which is, which is kind of in line with this is you're getting this adrenaline, you're getting in and your butt, it's an adrenaline hit to the body. So you're, you're, you are basically putting yourself into a fight or flight scenario, which is very hard to do. 
you, we can't really manufacture that. When we get put into fight or flight, it's usually not out of our choice. Right. It's either someone cuts us off in the road, uh, you know, we're in nature and an animal's coming at us or someone fights us. Like those moments happen, but you can't really manufacture them. Well, cold plunge, you actually get to manufacture a truly safe environment to induce that fight or flight response. And then from there, you can learn to regulate your system in that. So you start to override and create processes to learn how to regulate your breath, calm your heart rate down in a very quote unquote stressful environment. That's not going to harm you. So I think those things together, like you're just getting this massive, like mood enhancement that's coming on from energy levels. One, number two, you're learning how to breathe in stressful scenarios, which has a massive downstream impact for us, like in, as we move through life. So to me, those are kind of the, the core, the top two that I look at. And then from there, there are, you know, you can get into the increased blood flow and improving recovery. You can get into, you know, uh, increased brown fat, which is shown to, you know, help with metabolism. You can get into, um, you know, white blood cell increase, which is in, in, in turn helping you making a more robust immune system. Those are all happening as well. Yeah. Uh, but what we see on the, the first two are like every single time yeah. it's happening. And there's tons of science behind it. I mean, this isn't like, I mean, this has been going on for centuries. Totally. And it, it, it's, it's, I was actually talking to a, a pretty renowned group. They're starting to do a lot more studies into cold and heat exposure. And their big thing is like looking at ancient rituals that have been passed through time that are now being wrapped up into new technologies yeah. that are kind of coming around. It's like, you know, like you said, like the Nordic countries have been using hot and cold therapy, like for centuries, yeah. you know, or millennia, like, you know, and that's been going on. It's like now, you know, the way that we look at it is kind of this ancient practice and we're just kind of making it more in a convenient way that you right. can do this on a basis. And I think that's what our product is truly solving. It's, you know, there's no ice that's needed. There's very minimal maintenance and cleaning that's needed. It's just, it's our, it's a very hard thing. And we want to take out all the steps that could get in the way of us doing a hard thing. Look, I have a cold plunge and still every morning I debate with myself if I want to get into it. If I had to fill <laughs> that's it with a different ice, story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I had to fill it up with ice or drain it every few days, like it would be, I would just not do it I, I, much less than what I'm doing it. Yeah. So, you know, our product, our product really solves that. And, you know, we also wanted it to look really good. That was like a thing. We're like, yeah. let's make this an aesthetically. Yeah. Yeah. So those were, those were the core things we were looking to solve. Yeah. Because I know like every time I'm out on a run or a long ride, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to go home and, and take an ice cold bath and stop by the deli. I live in New York city. So like, these are my options, like ice bath in ice from the deli because nobody keeps that much ice in their freezer. I mean, maybe some people do or like just a cold bath and like just that's the best I'm going to get. And and then I come home and I'm like, I just really want to take a hot shower. I don't want to get in the cold bath. But like if it was there, right, like if it was like a no brainer, like easy to do, I would force myself to get in. I mean, I'm sure I would still struggle with like, am I doing this or not? Because I know the commitment starts with your feet, which is like the hardest part to get in to I mean, but there is so much value. Like I have seen just from doing this in my apartment, right? Like in this sort of like makeshift way of like putting ice in the bathtub or getting really cold water. Like there is some value. I mean, I felt instant recovery, like way less inflammation from my workout the next day. I mean, I don't get the mental benefits, but yeah. 
So I think it's brilliant. Totally. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's fun. You know, we see it like coolest part is like the reviews we get. It's like truly like, you know, these life changing reviews and it's just like blows me away. It's like consistently and it's it's cool that it's this it's very much like a it's this magic elixir that we've kind of rediscovered and, and, you know, opening it up to more people. And you say we, so your co-founder is Michael Garrett. How did you guys meet? Mike and I met, so uh, he was opening Reboot Float and Cryo in San Francisco. And I had decided to open Capital Floats in Sacramento. And so these were both float spa centers. And so we were opening basically on the same timeline um, in, in Northern California. So he had opened his before me. So I went in like his opening month and drove down to San Francisco and was like, Hey, love what you're doing. We're going to be friends. And so that was back in 2015. And then we just developed a friendship for the next, you know, before we launched in 2020 for the next five years was really like friends first. Totally. There was no like plan to go into business together. Right. We did like a big front project with maps um, back in 2018 that was like something where we kind of uh, rallied the the float industry and did a big fundraiser for maps and their phase three trials. Um, so we kind of got to work together in that front. And then, and then it just kind of happened into 2020. Um, he started, he's the engineer. We, we, we co-CEO the company, very easy delineation. He's product. I'm, I'm people. Um, he's things I'm people. And so he started engineering and developing the product. And that's when he kind of asked me like, Hey, what, what do you think? Would you want to do this together? And, you know, I saw the iterations and the improvement of the product and so we jumped in, but, you know, first and foremost, like we're, we're friends, you yeah. know, we, we have trust for each other. I know he, where he stands like principally and ethically and all that. So, um, it's been a, it's been a home run, uh, partnership. And that's super important to you. I can't imagine. I actually am in awe of people that are solo CEOs like truly at scale. Like I, I, I don't know any different than this. Like I feel like him and I can divide and conquer and I have a sounding board in every big decision. Cause being a CEO, I think is a, can be a, it's exhilarating. It can be a very lonely place. You're kind of at the tip of it. Some things that can't be shared that aren't really ready to be worked out with other people. Well, anyways, I, I, it's like, we're this two headed team that I can, I can work through so much with. And, you know, I, I have a lot of empathy and, and sympathy for, CEOs that do it alone. And I, I tip my cap to them. And I also, if you find someone that you trust and want to build with, I think the co-CEO dynamic can um, is, is a superpower. When did you launch Plunge? Like what year was it that you officially launched? And did, how did you launch? Like with one thing, like one product or locally or? September of 2020 um, was when we launched. I We were in his garage. That was the opening business. We mm -hmm. And we decided we built, you know, we had a website, the company's name was Plunge, but we we were able to buy the domain, thecoldplunge.com, which was at the time, cold plunging wasn't quite the common term yet. It was right. still like, is it doing an ice bath or ice bath or whatever, but there was no one going after that term. So we, we got that domain. We said, Hey, we're going to build 20, let's build 20, let's build 20 and email our email list from Capital Floats and Reboot. And say, hey, this is what we've been working on over the pandemic. Who wants one? We'll build one and we'll hand deliver to your house. We didn't have to do trucking or freight. You know, he had a van. We could put it in the back of the van. And so we just had a number of people that purchased. And so we would, you know, take the take the money, build. We put like a six-week lead time on it. We'd build them and then go hand deliver. 
Well, in the meantime, while that was happening, so we're learning about the product. Like you met, we had one product we sold. Yeah. It was just standard cold plunge. Uh, it was it was basically you know what our standard forty nine ninety unit is at the time right now on the website. Um, but it, while this was happening, within a month, we're ranking first page on Google if you search cold plunge because of that domain. There was no paid spend. Right. There was nothing. We had an Instagram account going. That was the only marketing we were doing. And so that at that point, we're starting to get phone calls. You know, I'm cutting, I'm in the garage cutting parts, getting phone calls from Florida saying, hey, I didn't know you guys existed. I've been looking like, you know, and we're, you know, trying to play it off. We're bigger than we are, but we were very, so with that, we started, you know, then that's when it really started to happen. We were getting orders from all over. Yeah. And then within a couple of months, we were really starting to get connected to, you know, influencers or high impact people. Um, and that was kind of our next jump into how to, you know, grow in the company. But it started very simply like, well, let's build 20. We'll email this list. Yeah. We'll sell, we'll hand deliver. We're going to learn about the product. It's going to get in the market. We're going to know all these people really, you know, we're going to make it right to the customer if something's off on the unit. Cause there was no, like, it's not like we spent two years in R and D of testing right. these products and like, all the different conditions. So you know, a lot of learnings early and, you know, working with the customer and, and, and getting it right. But we were able to move super quick um, to where we are coming up on three years now. Can you talk about your growth and how it has gone from 20 to, I don't know, like hundreds, thousands and like who your market is right now? Thousands of units. Yeah. Um, really worldwide. I'd, I'd say we're really focused right now on the U.S. market. We have distribution in Canada. Um core consumer you know i think we're we're entering a new a new phase i think early it was like you know you get these like biohackers or human optimization and very early adopters that are kind of like the was our core consumer to start and you know that age whether that's like 35 to 50 kind of in that in that zone and i, I think we're getting more to like high performers now is kind of the next phase outside of early adopters um you know and i think i think that's coming. We're we're entering that, or that's right on the horizon there, where it's a little more mass adoption. But I think where we really get—I don't know this exact timeline—but there is a world where we transition more into like even a much more mainstream. When I think more of these studies start to come out on what's happening from a mental standpoint, that means where we really hit the, you know, the, the cascade happens where it's it's understood from a medical standpoint of what this could be doing for anxiety, for depression, um, you know, and just the common person, people that maybe don't have depression, but we're all looking for, you know, ways to become more happy, more, more, you know, just uh, more vibrant into our lives. So I think that's, that's the horizon, the core customer. Now we see, we tend to lean more male, but um, you know, we, we also have noticed like women on the, like women engaging on our purchasing engage at the same conversion rate than men. But to me, it's more of, you know, how do we, cause there's also different messages. I think different, um, you know, the sexes have different experience. The ages have different experience. Like there's a different kind of thing that's happening with different people. So it's like, how do we tell that story and actually understand what is happening um, compared to a 55 year old woman to a 24 year old man. Um, so that's kind of what we're excited on and getting so much data and feedback from people that we could tell that story better and actually understand 
and, and, and relate that to the consumer. Shout out to our sponsors at Delta G. Delta G is the creator of the revolutionary Delta G ketone ester, an exogenous ketone being used by world champion, Ironman, Tour de France, Formula One, Olympians, recreational athletes, and longevity-seeking wellness-savvy individuals looking to optimize their athletic performance and everyday health. I have been adding Delta G exogenous ketones to my morning coffee, using it to recover after hard workouts and in training for the past several months. I am a huge fan. Beyond boosting energy levels and performance, ketones improve mental clarity, boost metabolic flexibility, and increase insulin sensitivity. Ketones are the brain's preferred fuel source, even when glucose is present. Ketones are nature's superfuel. When the body is pushed to its limits, we convert stored body fat into ketones for energy that help fuel the brain and body. Delta G delivers that exact ketone produced naturally in the body called DBHB. With Delta G, you can achieve high levels of circulating blood ketones, also known as ketosis, safely and immediately. Delta G was created through a collaboration between the University of Oxford and NIH with funding from the Department of Defense in 2003 as a way to provide efficient fuel for warfighters. Just two years ago, Delta G became available to the public. Throughout the years, researchers have been able to utilize this technology in various studies, amounting to over 55 published Delta G studies with around 25 ongoing. It's time to take your health and athletic performance to the next level. Head over to deltagketones.com and use our code MARNIE20 to get started. Shout out to our partners, Revitin. Revitin is my go-to when it comes to toothpaste and oral health. I have been using it for years. Revitin is a prebiotic toothpaste that is an all-natural vitamin and mineral-rich formulation that gently cleanses, whitens teeth, and freshens breath while helping to restore gums and reduce harmful plaque. It's free of SLS, synthetic detergents, or additives, and contains no harsh chemicals, fluoride, artificial colors, sweeteners, or dyes. Created by biologic dentist Dr. Jerry Curatola years ago when he recognized the need for a new and effective oral care product that could support sustainable health within the mouth. Revitin fosters a balanced oral environment with beneficial microorganisms that optimize nutrient absorption and act as the body's first line of defense. The oral microbiome is the gateway to optimal full body health. So make sure you take care of it with a great toothpaste that does not have fluoride or harmful chemicals. Get started now with Revitin Prebiotic Toothpaste. Use our code MARNIE15 at Revitin.com to jumpstart your health. That's M-A-R-N-I-1515 at Revitin, R-E-V-I-T-I-N dot com. Now, back to our conversation. Proliferation of cold plunge is amazing. I mean, I know that probably your goal is to be the match to like people just putting in a hot tub in their backyard, right? I don't know the trajectory of when it was kind of like really strange to have that and then became everyone has to have one, but I feel like that's where this is going because like you said, there's so much science and so many studies coming out around it, but then it's like, it is going mainstream. Yeah, you nailed it. I think the hot tub industry is a, a great comparable. I mean, that was really got popular in the seventies kind of yeah. from a pop culture standpoint. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then that, that industry, it, it, you know, I think there's similar into like trajectory 
and like yeah. being a backyard system that can go in obviously the technologies that kind of go into each can be can be similar i think that's where cold it's exciting for cold plunging it's like the technology it is a little different yeah. into like coolant and refrigeration and like getting water cold than hot so i think there will be a lot of improvements on the technology side there yeah. uh, something really focused on um but yeah i think i think hot tubs a great great comparable um the the, the value add i think for cold it, that makes it its own it's just its own unique category, which I'm excited on kind of how big of adoption takes place is the, is time. Like it feels like time, our, our relation to time and how we, how quickly society moves nowadays is like mm. a big thing. Yeah, You know, we, it's through social and information gathering or just, we always want to be on to the next thing. Well, cold, it's really two to three minutes that's being asked of you to get in and see this true apparent shift it's not a 45 minute workout it's right. not a not a 30 minute run it's literally two to three minutes that you just yet yeah, you got to get in the water but you just got to get in the water and breathe and so that that's what i'm like so bullish on it's like i have love working out love running love meditation all the things and they're all important Cold is just the one piece that has the ROI that I haven't seen in another activity. Okay. Talk to me a little bit about that. Cause like, I was just going to ask you like how you use the cold therapy and breath work for like your daily routine. But like, I love that you said that like cold has the ROI. It's like, yeah. Talk to me about that. Yeah. ROI in relation to time. It's like two to three minutes and to get what I'm receiving is like, you know, that's a 60 minute great workout. And I would still probably take the feeling that I get after a two to three minute cold plunge. Like if you're talking about a feeling and like coming out with a, a certain like sensation, there's nothing that matches it. Look, a workout, absolutely need it, do it every day, all this stuff. So it's just from like a mental shift. Yeah. It's truly, you know, it's not far. We joke like it's not far off that if you took a pill. Cause you feel it that quick. It's actually quicker than if you took a pill, yeah, a pill sure. would take yeah. 20 to 40 minutes to feel whatever you're going to, you know, absorbing that in the body and getting that in cold two to three minutes, just get in and you feel it. So like, how do I do it? Mine's first thing every morning I wake up naturally a little groggy, but it, it's definitely like, um, you know, I little breath work before kind of in its own category, but then I just go get in the cold and it's just like, boom, it's like an accelerant for my morning feels like I'm almost time traveling into like, I gain an extra hour. You're like really it just making speeds me my want to do up. it. Like I have to tell you, <laughs> it's, it, well, it, what it does. I like it, the time traveling. Yeah. It's, well, it's like a, if I don't call plunge, I might focus on things that I don't need to like focus on. It's like when I get out of the plunge, all the open apps get shut off except the ones that I need to, or want to go work on. Right. And so it's like, it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, what's the term? It's, it's, uh, focused by elimination. So everything else kind of subsides. I feel great. I know what I'm going to go do. So I feel like my morning just gets more accomplished because I'm not wasting time. Um, so that's how I do cold today. I I'll use the sauna probably two to three times a week with the cold, yeah. um, is, uh, you know, kind of rotating between the two going hot, cold, hot, cold, and always ending on the cold for that kind of energy enhancement and, and, you know, mood boost. Um, yeah. And everyone's a little different. I know a lot of people work it in on big thing that we're starting to notice is like, it's almost like a pre-workout. Yeah. Like people are doing it 
before their workout as opposed to after. And before, or like as opposed to taking some pre-workout caffeinated drink or something like that, it's kind of like, like, you know, you're heightened, you're, you, and when you cool that temp down, you can actually do more reps. You can push a little further in the body. Um, The body will naturally shut down from like a, like our muscles. It's more of the head recognizing the heat before the muscles actually too tired to keep working out. So if you can kind of more or less trick the body into cooling the temp down and working out right after you might, you can push a little further in your workout, not something I would recommend doing all the time because there are, there's a reason the body wants to shut down. But anyways, people that are like really deep into working out, that's a, that's something we've noticed. Um, we've also noticed like plunges before bedtime. It's more rare, but there are a lot of people that, um, a a substantial number of people that do it before bed and kind of lowers temp. Um, and they say improves, improves sleep. And you you start out like a couple seconds and then build to the two to three minutes. Like, it's not like you just, I mean, well, some people do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I would recommend, I think my recommendation is always, if you're starting out Mm -hmm. is going five to 60 degrees, especially if you're starting to build a practice. And that's just like a rule, like more of a temp to start at. Some people are different. Some people can go lower quickly and, and jump right in, but 55 to 60. And I would really shoot for two minutes if you can do it. Okay. There's this kind of initial wave, the way that I think to look at it, it's less focused on the exact time, but you want to push through the initial fight or flight. So you're going to get in. And I think the easiest way to frame it is Am I choosing to get out or is the water forcing me to get out? And if you can get to the, you kind of will we'll hit these walls along the way and you kind of push through and then you'll kind of feel, you'll feel regulation and a, cal- a calmness come down. You want to be sensing for those moments to be like, okay, cool. Like my body feels a little regulated. I can step out now as opposed to I'm suffering and I'm like struggling through this. If that's happening, and you can't re- if you can't regulate within a minute, you might want to raise the temperature a bit. Okay. Um, not go as cold. So, you know, I think it's it's much more playing the long game. It's mm-hmm. like working out. Yeah. You know, if you if you work out and you the next day you are so sore that you can't go back to the gym, you probably overtrained. Yeah. Um, you know, and so that's where cold plunging is that similar way. Like you want to listen to your body afterward. If you're shivering the rest of the day and you can't warm up. There are some benefits to that from like a metabolic rate and like a increased metabolism mm. that that's, that's a signal for that. But I don't think that's the most healthy way to consistently be doing that. And that's probably a sign you maybe overdid it. Does the plunge regulate different temperatures? If it's like, how does it work? And are there different, there are different models, right? Yep. We have a couple different models, which really come down to size of the tub. Um, and then we have a couple different chiller types. One a little more geared towards commercial or super hot environments. Okay. And the standard is um, really for most residential units. Uh, we have a hot feature that can go into some if you want to upgrade. The hot feature is kind of a twofold, um, twofold benefit. You you can turn it into a hot tub. It does take about eight to ten hours for it to transition between the two, but you can have it be a hot tub. So maybe you have a pool and your pool's great in the winter. You can turn your plunge into a hot tub over the winter and kind of use it that way. But the other main benefit, other main benefit is to upregulate the temp. So say like you live in uh, Colorado in the winter, um, you know, it freezes. It's not so much of if the water stays cold, we don't want it to freeze. 
You know, we don't want it to crack the plumbing. So if you want to be plunging at 45, it will stay at that temperature and not drop down to 33. That's the heat feature. You know, we talked a little bit about working out and using the cold plunge, but what are you doing day to day in terms of exercise and fitness? Yeah, I have, I mean, I, I have um, two trainers that I work with that kind of focus on different things. One's more of like strength training and one's more of like kind of a functional movement um, that I'll work with. Um, I do yoga. I, I, I like to switch it up. I can't like do one thing. Yeah. So it was boxing a little bit ago and now I'm getting, um, you know, more into strength training. I love pickleball, um, getting back into yoga. It's probably, if I were to say like strength training, it's like maybe swung a little too far and yeah. I need to get my mobility and flexibility back. So that's what I'm focusing. That's kind of my edge right now is yoga is where I go. And I really, I'm in the same suck. boat. I need to get back to yoga. Like all I do is like all my endurance stuff and I have like, I've lost like my flexibility. I can't really like touch my toes anymore. It's really bad. And it was so, totally. I feel like it's the thing that helps you, right? Like with everything you do and then like you don't do it anymore. Great counterbalance to all the other stuff. And it definitely, I think it's a good signal of health and and me being in there right now, it's like, okay, I need to lean into this a bit more. I need to spend a little time getting this. I like this. that. And so what lessons do you take from all of the exercise that you do or the wellness that you practice towards being successful in your business and building Plunge? Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, Plunge is a pretty, we're in a high growth phase. It's a building business. So there's definitely stresses that come into it and right now in life, like, you know, taking care of my body is pretty essential for me. I've gone through when I launched, launched capital floats, I definitely kind of lost myself from like a health and physicality standpoint. I know how much it takes to get that back. So I'm very much like trying, if I'm not focusing on the business, I'm kind of focusing on my, my health. Um, and yeah, just feel great doing it. And so it feels good to be in a season where I have like a, kind of a, a network or parameters around myself to kind of keep moving in the right direction. When your first business ended, was it hard for you to like believe in getting back and starting a new business? Like I'm just asking as a founder as well. And yeah. like, just after you kind of go through that, like how do you find the energy to do something else? Is that, yeah. So that, that business is still running. Oh, um, I thought you said it was shut yeah. down. It was shut down due to COVID. So California, or I guess kind of the country, globe, businesses, you know, our business was shut down. So that gave us some time. We were able to reopen. The company's running. We have two locations. Um, great team that that runs and manages that. So I'm very, very, um, very on the periphery of like what's going in there. Yeah. So it was more out of like, at the time when we launched Plunge, it was... I wouldn't say it was necessity. It was just, oh, this is a no-brainer opportunity. Like, I don't know if Plunge becomes this, like, I didn't envision it, it is what it is today. It was more of just solving a, a, great. I know some people that want to buy these. We can get these out to them. Yeah, We'll make some money in the meantime. It's something that we know is so incredibly transformative. Like, that was where it started. And then it's just like, then when momentum goes, it's just keeping up, you know, it's like yeah. just doing these things. So, um, yeah, it's been the success of plunge has made it, I think, easier to let yeah. go of boats and let that, let that team run that. Um, and luckily I have some really good people around that. Are you reading any amazing books or, 
you know, anything that right now that you would recommend to listeners who are like into wellness and entrepreneurship? I'm very much into like more into uh, history. Okay. <laughs> so I, I read some books like I'll read. I just read a, a recent branding book. I'll read some leadership books here and there. Uh, but really where I spend my time out, like I'm in like an executive group. I do, I have coaches that way. So I get my development kind of through there. And then when I'm outside the business, like I'm just a history guy. So I like, I love like I'm historical fiction, super into, I've been going, going wild mm-hmm. through the medieval times. Um, you talk about like inspirational people. I think most recently just listened to a pod on Horatio Nelson, the Admiral of, of England and, and their times through the Napoleonic, War, Napoleonic Wars and just like his leadership and how he came from, you know, was just a front lines individual, like leading his team, um, not his team, but, his, you know, basically the Navy and, um, you know, the, just constantly diving into that. I just history is always where I can find. Um, I just find it always repeating itself and we're not very different than what we've seen over time and learning from, I think the lessons are all there from people that have succeeded. And, uh, you know, I love, I love learning about like, you know, whether it's, um, you know, George Washington, even like when he, his time before he became this infamous person, the father of the U S it was like, you know, he was in the British Navy and was like a laughingstock and, you know, his life was pretty much ruined. He was the laughingstock of the colonies into a blunder that he made in for the British, for the British uh, military. And uh, I just, I love seeing those resurgence. It's always like for me refreshing into like, no matter what comes, like you can remake yourself in life. Um, so I love seeing those kind of learning about the successes, but like, okay, what is the rest of the story for these people that are kind of, we put on, put on, pl- uh, put on pillars. And so anyways, I could talk history on a whole other pod. I think that's really interesting. There's a podcast, a history podcast, someone Dan something. Have you heard of this? Oh, Dan Harlan. Yeah. yeah I've, I've never listened to it, but I know all about it. Cause I was doing some research for a project I was working on with National Geographic. And do you like it? Is it, it's a good podcast. Oh, I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's a, yeah. you know, he's, his series on, he's done a number of, I've probably binged. I mean, his series are so long, like yeah. the one on Genghis Khan and the Cold Khan Empire, you know, that was probably what, at least 10 to 12, longer than that, maybe 15 hours of just like dedicated, you know, pod deep history on that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Dan Carlin's incredible. Love him. Yeah, he's like one of the original podcasters, like from back totally. in the day. Yep. yep. The depth, the thing that I love about him is he brings a level of like histories can be so binary. You know, we yeah. remember it through. It's like, this is how it was, but there's like, oh, it's not. It's like, there's nuance. Like, there's so many tendencies and stories that aren't being told and dynamics and cultural contexts that need to come up to actually be kind of understand it. And I think he does a really good job into kind of laying out the as holistically as you can what's going on at the time which gives better insight into the behaviors and the actions of people so yeah i love it and now are you watching anything any good shows any like series or movies or anything that you might recommend i if i'm watching anything i'm following i'm a big soccer fan so i'll follow messi i used to work at uh mls major league soccer so um that was before i launched cat floats so big into the sport in the u.s and you know, following that right now, just from a, I'm fascinated from him as a player and then just the economics and, and, 
MLS as an entity and soccer as a whole in this country. So cool. Well, it was so fun to connect with you. Glad we were able to do this. Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarnieOnTheMove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying what you 